The Gut Pharmacist Podcast with Riley Ramosco, traditional naturopath. Can food fix everything? Can nutrition and diet fix everything? We often hear that food is medicine, and I totally agree with that. But I also wanted to bring to our attention the fact that sometimes food can't fix everything. One approach can rarely fix everything. But we have all these specialists who were sent to, they specialize in this, they specialize in that. They all look at the body in different ways and as separate units. But the truth is that everything in the body works together. And we need to have a multifaceted approach for the healing journey. That's not to say that nutrition and food and diet, that's not important. It definitely is. And it's a huge part of the process. So I want to make that clear. But I also wanted to switch the script a little bit and just educate on the fact that food can't fix everything. So we have all these specialists who are so passionate about their specialty and they're all convinced that what they're doing is the fix. Dietitians, for example, I'm going to call them out. I love them. I'm not saying that they're not good practitioners. That's not what I'm saying at all. They are amazing at what they do and they're so knowledgeable. But just for example, for just a simple illustration here. Dietitians, for example, think nutrition can fix everything because that's their specialty. That's what they're known for. And that's how they use food as prescription to help chronic health conditions or acute health conditions. So I'm not calling them out, not saying that they're not good at what they do. They are. But I am seeing that most dietitians think that food can fix everything, and that's simply not the case. Now, not all of them think this, but many of them do think that nutrition is all that someone needs. And that can be very misleading and discouraging if someone does have a very healthy nutrition plan or diet, and they're not seeing results. It can be very discouraging. But the more chronic the health issue is, generally the less diet can help. We have to fix these collective damages that have occurred over time from the health issue or the symptoms. And food is a big part of it, but sometimes more aggressive intervention is needed, whether that's additional supplements, alternative treatments, sometimes even pharmaceuticals or surgeries. It happens, and sometimes we need to get aggressive, and food often just is not strong enough for some of these chronic health issues and symptoms. So nutrition can help with things like inflammation, gentle detoxification, energy support, some cellular repair, but nutrition can't fix everything. Nutrition can't fix things like structural issues, microbial issues, or severe cell damage. So if we talk about these three things, and there's many more things that nutrition can't fix, but I'm going to keep it simple today. So it can't fix structural issues, microbial issues, or severe cell damage. 30 second interruption. If you are tired of dealing with all these unnecessary symptoms and you'd like to get to the root causes of your problems, just apply to work with me. I help people like you every single day find answers with functional labs, root cause approaches, and holistic health. I work one-on-one with USA and Canada and offer an affordable, independent program worldwide. 
If you need help, just click on the apply to work with me link in the show notes. Now back to the podcast. And by those three, I mean structural issues are things like short colon, which is very common in people with IBS. Their colon is just shorter than it's supposed to be, and that can affect the bowel movements and motility. But short colon adhesions from abdominal surgeries, those can kind of add scar tissue in the abdomen and kink up the intestines and interfere with motility. Very common for adhesions to lead to things like SIBO or IMO, very common causes of IBS but also adhesions from endometriosis, lots of different things like that. So scar tissue, also structural issues like hiatal hernia, which is a very common contributor to reflux. It's not the only thing that causes it because I often see people blaming hiatal hernia as the sole root cause when there's usually many more things because not everyone with a hiatal hernia has reflux. But I'm just saying here, all these structural issues Food can't fix those. They can't fix the hiatal hernia. They can't fix the adhesions or the kinks in the intestines. They can't fix the short colon. These structural issues just cannot be fixed with nutrition. And some of these structural issues can lead to digestive symptoms. And oftentimes we just go straight to food, which again is important. But if we just keep focusing on food when we have structural issues, it's very likely that food isn't going to be helping. And oftentimes we're left discouraged or confused and many, many emotions come up. So these structural issues cannot be fixed by food alone. And there's many, many more. Again, I just wanted to keep it simple today. So now I want to talk about microbial issues. So microbe, that's just a term for different uh tiny living things, or sometimes not living, but different living things that are microscopic. So microbiology studies all these microscopic microbes. So bacteria, yeast, fungi, archaea, viruses, things like that. But microbial issues are things like SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, dysbiosis, which is imbalance of the gut microbiome, or even yeast overgrowth, which can be CFO, that's fungal, uh, even mold toxicity, um, candida, different types of yeast in the body. But all of these microbial issues can lead to gut issues. And food is not going to help reduce the microbial issues that are happening. And in fact, many times food can aggravate microbial issues even more. So we'll often see that people with constipation are told to add more fiber, but many times their IBSC is due to things like SIBO or IMO, intestinal methanogen overgrowth, which creates excess methane in the small intestine from these methanogenic archaea in the small intestine. And this methane slows motility and can lead to constipation. But these microbes feed off of fiber. So if we're having constipation from IMO and we're adding more and more fiber, we're just feeding those microbes even more and they're going to create more methane and it's going to have more constipation overall. So you can see that's a very common example of how adjusting diet can actually make things worse. So 
not saying that fiber is a bad thing. It is essential to feed the gut microbiome. It's essential to balance cholesterol, estrogen, remove toxins, help motility in usual cases. Fiber is very essential, but that's just one example of how food can make things worse. So microbial issues usually have to be fixed with herbal intervention, so herbal antimicrobials, or sometimes even pharmaceuticals, antibiotics, antifungals, etc. So food maybe can help some people. We're all different, but usually microbial issues, food cannot fix. Okay, so structural issues, microbial issues, now severe cell damage. So I'm going to talk about Lyme disease very quickly because this is a very common infectious load that leads to chronic illness and can cause severe damage on the body. So Lyme disease is caused by this Borrelia bacteria, and there's often co-infections, which are other infections that come along with it. And just as a background, very quickly, if you want to know more about the myths of Lyme disease, I do have a podcast episode, uh, maybe, I don't know, six to eight episodes back about myths everyone needs to know about Lyme disease because it's not just from ticks. There are other ways to get it. The testing is almost 60% false negative. So there's a lot of wrong information out there. I would highly suggest to check that episode out. Everyone needs to hear about these Lyme disease myths. So that's a side note, but we're talking about severe cell damage. Nutrition can help with some cellular repair, so adding proteins to help repair muscles, adding collagen-rich foods like bone broth, bone in meat, gelatin gummies. Those things can help with some gut repair, some joint support. But when we have severe cell damage from something like Lyme disease, which attacks collagen-rich areas of the joints, the brain, areas like that, Nutrition can help supply the source of collagen, but if we keep this infectious load of Lyme disease constantly attacking the tissues, nutrition isn't going to be enough. We can keep sending collagen into the body, but when we have this bacteria that keeps eating the collagen, obviously the issue is not going to be resolved with food. And at that point, we need to resolve the microbial issue. So again, that kind of goes hand in hand, the microbial issue, severe cell damage. That's just one example. But nutrition is very supportive for all the tissues in the body. But if we have a root cause that's constantly taking away from those tissues, that root cause needs to be addressed and food isn't going to be enough. But Again, food is very important. So we talked about how food can't really help things like structural issues, microbial issues, or severe cell damage, okay? Specialists are amazing. Dietitians, for example, they specialize in nutrition. They can help with unique problems, and they are a very important player in the whole picture. But we have to consider the fact that healing is a comprehensive approach and we just can't get everything from one thing, from one supplement, from one change, or even one practitioner. We need to have a multifaceted approach and a team of experts to help us with different needs because we can't get everything from one source in healing. And the more the, the more challenging your case is, the longer you've been sick, it's going to require even more, okay? 
nutrition is a very basic foundation and it's a major one that I help my clients with. And it's necessary for health and wellness, but it doesn't fix everything. I'm not saying again that it's not important, but it's definitely a huge part of the process and it definitely shouldn't be ignored. We just have to be aware that food alone oftentimes isn't enough. So if you've been working on nutrition and you're not seeing results, don't get discouraged. It's very likely that you need other things or even more aggressive intervention, especially when there's chronic issues that have led to damages in the body. So my story really quick is I've healed my gut. I've healed my thyroid, working on the adrenals, hormones, HP axis. I've healed so many conditions. I mean, I had IBS, gastritis, GERD, LPR, um, so many hypothyroid. I had so many labels and I've reversed almost all of those. The only thing I'm still working on is this neurological disorder called cervical dystonia. And I have all my basics down. I have lifestyle down, trauma. I've worked on emotional health. I've worked on, of course, nutrition. I've tried dozens and dozens of supplements, maybe even hundreds at this point. I've tried alternative treatments um, like stem cell patches. I've tried Reiki. I've tried so many things. It's sickening how many things I've tried. But my point is I've had all these basics down and they weren't working. They just weren't enough. In fact, my neurological issue was getting worse over time. So I had to seek more aggressive intervention. In fact, I had to seek pharmaceutical intervention, which is crazy to me because I'm all about natural approaches. I'm, I'm so against Western medicine, but it's funny that it's actually the thing that's been helping me. But I'm not using it in a way where I just quiet symptoms. I'm actually using it to get to the root cause. And sometimes that is possible. So my point is, if you're not improving with all your basics, you have to get more aggressive. And from this whole episode, I wanted to gather that food can't fix everything. And sometimes you need to be more aggressive. And that's just my point there. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you share it and help someone else who is maybe getting discouraged about why nutrition or something more simple isn't working for them. Share this, help others. And I really hope that it was valuable to you. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope your healing journey gets better and easier. And I wish you all years of health and wellness. Hey there, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at gutexpertriley, on Facebook at The Gut Pharmacist, same spelling as this podcast, on YouTube at The Gut Pharmacist, and my website is holisticriley.podia.com, where you can find information on working with me, my background, and more helpful information to feel empowered in your journey.